to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Okay, darling, I have a confession. Oh, confessions, Julie. Those (laughs) will always be good, right? Those are always good. So came to your house to work for the day and as usual had to use the potty a few minutes after I got here and I discovered that I'm totally wearing my underwear inside out today. (laughs) Inside out? Have you ever done that? Um, I haven't done that one. I don't think so. Let me think. No. There's no way. I can't be the only one who's done that because as I noticed it, I thought, hmm, I've definitely done this before. Do I try to take my shoes off? I'm wearing Mary Jane. So just having to take my shoes off is multiple steps. Then I have to take my jeans off and turn my under no I'm not doing that no, <laughs> no one else not. knows except me except no. now I've told our entire podcast audience well I, I haven't done that but what I did once is I was packing for the family to go on vacation so we get to our destination which of course is nowhere near a single store in America not I even don't a believe. target no it what wasn't what kind of vacation it was like is this? it was like on an island way oh. far away oh. you know very okay. nice wonderful Tropical vacation <laughs> I, the only under, pair of underwear I had were the ones that I had on. The, so did you, know. you go commando all week? Well, <laughs> they washed out a couple of times, you know, finally found a drugstore four days in, oh, you know, and there's nothing amazing. like, depart- there is nothing like drugstore underwear. Let me just tell Quality. you. Quality. Lacking quality. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Well, I'm Julie Graham and I'm apparently a little too honest. Well, and I'm Darlene Brock and uh, I guess I am as well. Oh dear, here we go. Well, today we're going to be keeping it real on this Grit and Grace Life podcast, and we're sharing seven things we ladies need to quit right now. Pretty sure you're going to want to quit every single one of these, because as we talked through them, I kept thinking, guilty, 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 need to stop, need to stop, need to stop. Yes, and I did as well. So these are some things that we're pretty sure you're doing because we're doing them and we want to collectively agree to just put them aside and move on. And the first one, number one, is trying to please everyone. Oh, I never, actually, I do that a lot less than I used to, but I'm guilty as well because all of a sudden you look around the room and you go, "Um, you want me to do that? Okay. Or you want me to do that? Or the request, the request. Mm. Yes, that is part of it. Never being able to say no to anyone because you want them to like you or to be happy with you. Or you think I can do that. So of course I should do that. Why shouldn't I add that to my 42 hour day? I mean, I should add that. Shouldn't I not? Mm -hmm. And and she won't like me if I say no, or he won't approve of me if I say no. Yes. And then inevitably in about half of these, I go, I don't, I wish I had not done this. I don't want to do this. Oh, she's texting me. I'm not going to answer. Oh, I'm going to avoid the phone call. Oh my word. How long can I avoid her? Maybe it will go away. That's yes. So if we just figured out as ladies to realize that it's not actually our job to make everyone else happy. And that if someone doesn't like us, then maybe they're just not our person right? Like not everyone is my person. Not everyone is. Then it would be okay. Because you know what I've noticed about myself and maybe you do this too. I'm just going to assume that you do. I think one of my top phrases of the day, meaning any day is I'm sorry. And I just say it like as a reflex, like I accidentally like bump into my husband, you know, while we're walking through the kitchen and I'm like overly apologetic for a little tiny thing. 
Like, where does that reflex come from where we ladies apologize for the slightest of things that it's, it's just, it's just a little over the top. I mean, do you find yourself doing that? Oh yeah. Say, I'm sorry about everything. And I think you said, I'm sorry when you went to the restroom again for the fourth time. <laughs> I think, yeah. Yes. And before I, we started, I have yeah. to go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, and I really? said, I'm sorry. I need to go get another cup of coffee. I'm sorry. I'm and then when sorry. we realize we're being, we're being silly for saying, I'm sorry. Do you know what we say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Ladies. We can be sorry, and there are times in life we need to be sorry, but not 4,012 times per day over things that no one cared about in the first place. I noticed it was a real problem when my not even three-year-old, like he was doing this well way before he was three, he started saying, I'm sorry to silly things. Yeah. And I'm like, I created that monster. Okay. So number one, don't try to please everyone. All right. Number, number two is one that you're great at. So you teach us your ways. Oh, you fearing change. Yes, you are supposed I am, I am to change scared. the fact that you fear change. Okay, I don't Isn't know how to change. Kind it's of too scary. I can't handle it. But Julie, here's the deal: there's so much of life that we lose out on if we just sit where we are. If we, but I'm comfortable where I am. I know, but think of the adventures that you are missing. Think of the opportunities. I think every year, at least once a year, you choose when on your birthday, 4th of July or whatever, you say, I'm going to do something I have never done before. I'm going to do something entirely different and new to me. And don't fear it because there are opportunities that you'll miss if you don't go for it. That sounds so adventurous. I think part of the reason we get stuck being so afraid of change is for some of us, we're paralyzed by our past and we just can't imagine um, really facing it, or we're perfectly comfortable and happy where we are in this season of life. And so we don't want to rock the boat. I think it's a combination of wanting to live in the past or stay right here in the present as much as it is being afraid of the future. Yeah. And just don't fear it because you really might be missing out on something. So ladies, something you should change is fearing change. When you say it that way, I feel like I have to say, I'm sorry. Okay. Please don't. Please don't. Okay. Number three, you and I are going to be guilty of this one. And that's putting yourself down. How many times a day do I crack a joke at myself? And it's actually, it's coming from insecurity. Sometimes it's coming out of wanting to be funny. I'll admit it. Sometimes I just want to be funny and I'll, you know, take a joke at myself. And I think that's okay. But when it's become so natural to just cut myself down, because maybe because I want to cut myself down so that somebody else can't get to it first. Oh, you think we that's do part that. of it? We do that. And even more than that, or in addition to that, is the internal mm. cutting yourself down, mm. saying, I can't believe I just did that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how stupid that looks. And, oh, why didn't I keep my mouth shut? Or, you know, I'm not that smart or I'm not that talented. And you're talking to yourself in such a way that you are... Mm-hmm. minute by minute, cutting yourself down. Yeah. That makes me think of, um, three ways self-talk can be helpful for you. One of the articles, um, at the grit and grace project, I'll be sure to link to it in the show notes that the things we tell ourselves, even non-verbally, those, those phrases that we repeat over and over again, they become the system by which we believe specifically about ourselves. And so if we're constantly giving ourselves a negative review, then Ooh. that just becomes a part of our psyche and it is bad news bears. So stop putting ourselves down. Well, and I'm going to take that a step further. Not only stop putting yourself down, but let's counter it with saying some things positive mm. to ourselves. Mm. 
uh, when we actually do something well, pat yourself on the back. And you know what this actually, an extension of this is, is if you say something nice about me, I'll quickly refute it. If you, uh, that, that's that tendency of, you know, our insecurity comes out. It's one thing to accept a compliment. Sometimes it feels like such a battle, but sometimes we're so uncomfortable with it that we quickly remind whoever might be complimenting us of something negative about ourselves. Oh, we absolutely. We have got to stop that. We do. Or pointing out the thing that we think they didn't notice <sighs> when they said, oh, you're really pretty, Julie. You're really, and you go, oh, but you didn't see this. My cankles. <laughs> see, I just pointed out something that I am quick to point out about my myself. Yeah. Exactly. I got to stop doing that. Absolutely. Quit that right now, <laughs> ladies. And we're going to try to quit it too. Yes. Okay. So the next one kind of is an extension of that. I don't think I know one woman. Well, maybe I know one and she is, you know, the token um, example, trying to lose X pounds. So I'm trying to lose five pounds. I'm trying to lose 10. Maybe you're trying to lose 30, whatever it is. We ladies are almost always trying to lose some weight. Can we just be happy with who we are and how we are right now? Yeah. I mean, are you sizing me up, Dar? Have you decided I need to lose some weight? Well, actually, <gasps> no, I am not. <laughs> not Only because you've heard me say it. Yeah, a million times. And I'm looking at you going, I do not know what your problem is, girl. You look great. You know, well, and thank you're you. Talking. You haven't seen my cankles. <laughs> your cankles. <laughs> Again, talk well about I know, yourself. I know. I'm trying to learn and I just can't even apply it in this 20 minute section. But this is one that we ladies are so guilty of. This is why the health and fitness industry is one of the booming businesses because we're always looking for the next thing that's going to promise that quick weight loss instead of just realizing that, yeah, there is massive benefit in being intentional in the way we treat our bodies by wanting to feed ourselves healthy, nutritious foods and taking care of ourselves by moving more in the form of exercise. There's nothing wrong with wanting to do those things. But when you're doing it just for a quick fix to quote unquote, look better, that's when it's something you got to give up. Yeah. Have you noticed that in January... All of the exercise equipment goes on sale, the treadmills, the, you know, whatever fitness thing you want. And you know why? Because that's when everyone will buy it? Well, because in December, we all have oh. wonderful time and holidays. We ate that mm, great food. And it's like, don't take my joy away. <laughs> don't tell me I have to now work out. I really loved those Christmas cookies and that, <laughs> you know, that ham and the whatever, you know, so... Forget the January exercise equipment. <laughs> I'm super guilty of this one, but sometimes we just need to hear another woman say, most of us would say we want to lose a certain amount of weight, but we just spend way too much time thinking about it. So just, just quit trying to quit it. The next one that we have to quit, this all of us. This is the hallmark of women. It is. It should be on a hallmark card. It probably is. Yeah. We, we, I bet we could, if there isn't one, I bet we, we should create sell one. one to them, yes. Yeah. And it is quit overthinking, ladies. I do that all the time. I know. It's like half of our thinking time is spent rethinking things that we should already be done thinking about. <laughs> it's true. It's a little ridiculous. And then we think about the fact that we're thinking about it. And then our poor husbands, we try to tell them all of the things we're thinking about, the things that we've probably already discussed and decided as a couple, and I'm still thinking about it. Therefore, yeah. I'm talking about it. You are. And have you ever realized that a man in your life, you, you start telling them what you're thinking about, and you <laughs> talk, and you talk, and you talk, <laughs> and then they start wanting to give you solutions? And, and you're, you're like, no, like, no, I'm just talking. So yeah, I'm, I'm just talking and I'm overthinking. Leave me alone. And if I want to do it verbally, you just need to sit and ride the wave with me. You almost kind of look at him like, why are you talking? 
Like, just because I'm talking to you doesn't mean you doesn't need to mean, be talking yeah, back. Like, this yeah. is a moment for me to process yeah. and process and process and then reprocess. Right. And overthink a little bit more. So, oh, man. If we can, Julie, that's something we really need to quit. I would really like to quit overthinking. Yeah. Maybe you can point it out to me the next time I'm doing it yeah. after I say I'm sorry for something. <laughs> after you say you're sorry. Okay. <laughs> good, good job. All right. The next one, I recently had to come to terms with this one. I had like a serious come to Jesus moment with this issue that we ladies have, which is keeping everything. Oh, yes. I mean, you have come up with a plan for like decluttering your life so that Mm -hmm. you don't get overwhelmed with stuff. But man, why do we feel like we have to keep every little thing? It is one thing to keep your child's first lock of hair for their baby book that you're never going to put together. One lock. But when you start saving every little thing. Yeah. No. So Where are you going to I mean, it? can you tell me how to handle this? Because I feel like you're an expert in this. No, I don't, I don't know that I'm an expert. What I have done is I have experienced cleaning out um, my father-in-law's home and moving him at one point. And I'm like, I will never do this to my children. Did you come home and clean out your closets right I after did. that? I did. Mm-hmm. I started cleaning out one by one saying, I have not used this in five years. Is there a reason I need to own it? Someone else in America can use this. Absolutely. Yes. And besides, you know, whenever I move and need assistance, um, I do not want my daughters looking at me going, mom, why do you have this? You had it when I was seven years old. You really don't need it today. I don't want to hear it. I really don't. Yeah, this is one area we were, um, you will almost never hear me give this advice, but I want you to become crunchy and uh, become a minimalist and stop keeping every little thing because you never know when you're going to decide to up and move like I recently did and was faced with closets upon closets upon closets of boxes of boxes and then moving to a smaller place which yay for that right great less to clean hallelujah but then also less space to keep all of the stuff that we have collected over the years and um, my husband can't seem to part with and now it's just stacked up in an extra room no it is time to become crunchy and to get rid of it. Oh, and Julie, you, Julie Graham and crunchy and they the just same don't sentence. go together. They do not go together. Except when it comes to boxes. Yeah. It's Stop keeping one. everything. I am yep. preaching to the choir on that one. Yep. Absolutely. And then stop responding to everyone's opinion as if everyone has an opinion. Oh, I mean, I don't have an opinion about most things. Uh, yeah. We all have opinions, but we also have them thrown at us on a regular basis about uh, let's see, what we wear, where we live, what we think, what, um, we, eat. what we eat, uh, how we raise our kids or don't raise our kids, or do we have kids and why don't we have kids? <laughs> or have we, do we have, what about our job? Oh, why don't what we do have that job? job? Yeah. Yeah. No, do not respond. Start, quit letting it rule your life. This is when we should really bring in, in the background, some, some Taylor Swift, some T Swift singing her shake it off. There have been times where I find myself like my blood boiling over somebody's opinion of me. And I literally will, will in my own brain, I'll be singing to myself, shake it off. Like it doesn't even matter what he or she thinks of this moment right now. I've got to just let it go. And maybe if you're a mama, you're singing Elsa's let it go right now. That's a little more relatable than T Swift. Or, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think you should let it go, shake it off, move on, ignore. And also don't be the one that has the opinion either. Oh, that's even harder. Now you're, now you're getting a little too close for comfort here. 
Sorry. That's but... like a number eight. And this is the seven things to quit. Oh, so I can't go any further. <laughs> no, no, is no, that no. what you're saying? Okay. It's going right. to be hard enough for me to quit these seven things. Well, look at us finishing with a little bit of time to spare. Does that mean we didn't overthink these concepts? Oh, it might be. Go hey, us. Julie. I'm impressed with us today. <laughs> well, since we have a couple minutes left over, I think we should share with our friends something that is kind of a big deal and that we're um, in the midst of celebrating at the Grit and Grace Project. And yes. that is... Our birthday. We are two years old. We're a screaming little toddler. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually really appropriate some days. We're not the terrible twos. We're the terrific twos. Oh, thank you. So the gritandgraceproject.org, which is our, you know, parent whatever, our mama, Um, the the site that is hosting this podcast is officially two years old and we can't help but just one marvel at the fact that we're still here. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Um, But to really even just like look back and see um, what has been, you know, accomplished over the last two years to think that when we started on October 15th of 2015, yes. first off, we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. Yeah, I mean, we probably, I say we, you, right? Like, cause yeah, you're the I, I would go further dream. than that. I would <laughs> say I probably not only had no idea what I was getting into, I had no idea half the time what I was doing. <laughs> um, but that never has stopped me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we started in 2015, uh, First person who joined me in this insanity. After your husband, of course. Of course. Because it was you and your hubs to begin with. Yes, it was. That's kind of how we've always done life is we built businesses together. Whether it's something he wants to do or bless his heart, he's entered the women world (laughs) with what I wanted to do now. And actually did it willingly. Go figure. Good, good guy. He's a good Yep. So then after he and I set out to do this, I brought on the first person who joined the team, and that would be Rachel Graham. Mm-hmm. She is our project manor, manager extraordinaire. She likes to keep us in order. So you brought Rachel on and when? Like April, you said? Yeah, it was April earlier in the year, and she would sit across the desk and go, okay, Dar, what are we going to do? <laughs> and which would put me in a complete panic for about a minute and a half and then we continue to figure it out but she is one thing I love about our team and we'll tell you about the rest of them is we are so diverse mm-hmm. so Rachel is our crunchy girl oh my gosh she is so crunchy yes she is um what if somebody doesn't know what that means that means like super like holistic healthy all natural organic yes she like has an oil for everything an oil for everything and I literally think a good chunk of our staff meeting last week was spent by her trying to convince us to make our own almond milk Yes, it's so easy. And that was like a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a fat, no, thank you. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you how easy it is. You go to the store and you pull it off the shelf. <laughs> yeah. Easy, easy peasy. But see, she's the real deal. So she, she makes almond milk from the actual almonds. <laughs> so that's Rachel Graham. She's talented at what she does and keeps us in check a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, my dear, you were the next one. You wanted one. another gram? I did. I wanted the Graham girls. It's like, you know, you could do a show, a vaudeville show. What do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, you came on board. We And what's funny is, I mean, we knew each other... Not really, but we knew each each other other because we went to the same church and we're in the room together. Yes, we're like acquaintances. Yes. Um, You have to go back and listen to our About Us episode to hear the full story of... 
really the starting of the website and, uh, Dara and I's relationship. But yeah, we, we started working together maybe in like September. And yeah. I remember one of the first things we did was, um, a video shoot where we were going to create some videos for the website, which is funny because part of the reason you wanted to hire me is because you knew I could film videos. Yes. Um, and so there we are sitting on stools next to each other. And I'm literally looking at you like, now what is the website? What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, you're right. I should think about what the website is going to be. And it's just crazy to think about that because yeah. that was the very beginning. And we started with, um, we started with 15 articles for yeah. this hour, 15 writers, 15 writers. Yeah, um, 15 and, our, writers. and our last check, we have had 66 different writers contribute to the site. We did. That's and huge. 15, it is huge. And, and it's not that we didn't have, um, we knew what ultimately we wanted to do, but if you're building anything, you don't really know how you're going to do it till you get in and start swimming. Mm-hmm. But the first 15 writers came by essentially calling everyone that we possibly knew who could yeah, possibly like put, yeah, the, <laughs> it's like, you're a friend. I think you could complete a sentence. <laughs> So would you like to be a writer? So true. No. And I didn't make the cut even. I wasn't even writing in the beginning. No, like, you, I'll uh, write the social uh, media posts. Yes, and did that so well. So that was your entry. So we went from that to your right 66 that we have now. Yeah. Yeah. And you were the, um, I would say, high style, <laughs> full of life, diva version of our team. Am I correct? It's true. And that is, I, I still am. Yeah. Even though right now I'm sitting here with no makeup and leggings, our pants, and a graphic tee and a messy bun. Just yeah. saying. But you have the messy bun, so it's all, it's all about that. It's all about that. Okay, then Ashley. Then came sweet darling Ashley. Sweet darling Ashley. Ashley Johnson, our managing editor, who helps the words all make sense and plans out the posting schedule and works with all of the 66 writers that we have. And she is our thinker, our introvert. I want to say overthinker because we've been talking about overthinking. She can be, and she I mean, would she admit would say that. It, so we she can would say admit it. that. And sweet, 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 sweet. I feel bad for her sometimes because she, um, she is such an internal processor and I am such an external processor. And so sometimes I feel bad when I'm externally processing on her, but then I'm like, you know what? She knew what she was getting into when I convinced her to come work with us. <laughs> so it's her fault for coming, but we are so grateful that she did because yeah. she has brought such, um, just, I would say like a softness, but also a depth to yes. what we've been doing. She has, so. and she has, she has, she is rich in every way that matters in the two years in that staff that we assembled we've had two babies born yeah both rachel and ashley have had babies yeah. yep so yep. two two seasons of losing yes basically half of our staff yes <laughs> what it felt like and everyone having to shift and figure out how to you know um t- do more and then the the season for each of them having to come back to work and figure out what does this look like juggling motherhood and working because yeah. that is a real struggle yeah they went from not having any children mm-hmm to yeah. their first. So, yeah. you know, we get to watch real life in and our all team. Of its messy glory. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's grit and grace. Great. It's for sure. And grace. It's some grit and grace. Yeah. I think what's a, a fun fact, if we're kind of going behind the scenes is the fact that, so we went, we started with, you know, you and Dan. So, um, two Brocks, um, to today, what eight paid staff and yeah. two interns and two interns. So um, we have a full house and, and what, three of them are guys. 
Yeah. Or four. Oh, who and who knew when we built websites? A website for women? How many men <laughs> we need? We needed and men were really important to help us yes. pull this off. And they were. And the funny part is when you start explaining, okay, I know you don't get this, and this is how women think, but can you make it look good? Yes, and make it look girly. <laughs> yeah, make it look girly. Yeah. Yep. I also love to just kind of reminisce, you know, thinking, speaking kind of more specifically about the website, um, how it looks literally completely different today than it did in day one. Um, and just how that is so like, so like a woman to when we started, we know for a fact, this is what we want it to look like. And these are the categories and this is the way it's going to be laid out. And just one year later, complete overhaul. Yeah. Right? And, Complete overhaul. Yes. And like we said in things you need to quit, don't be afraid to change. We obviously we haven't totally <laughs> changed it. Yeah. We changed it. And then like a week later I crashed the whole site. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you did. Those are good memories. Yeah. We're moving quickly past that fun fact in the two oh, years. Oh, you know, we have stumbled along through some of it. We have mastered a lot of it and we've really created something that I know we're all very proud of. Yep. You should definitely be proud because this was your vision and um, we're seeing it, you know, really taking shape and taking off. I know one of the things you love to kind of check on um, as you watch the growth of the site is how many countries we've been read in. Oh, yes, I do. Um, my notes here from our darling Rachel, who has um, strategically <laughs> given, uh, given us lots of notes and sent them to us in our special app that she signed us up for to communicate staff-wise because she is just that organized. Um, we've been read in um, 188 different languages. P.S. Awesome. I didn't know there was that many languages. I, think I only knew English, emoji, and, <laughs> and maybe Spanish, right? <laughs> no, I took French. What? Oh, okay. I don't remember it though. Right. Um, 188 different languages from 78 different countries. I think that's incredible. That's amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we do get feedback from women all around the world. How awesome is that? And women all want to be strong. Mm -hmm. We all do. And that's, it doesn't matter what language you speak or country you come from. Absolutely. Um, one of my favorite stats, um, because it literally is blowing my mind is, um, to date, you know, when these stats were pulled, um, that so far we've had 600,000 reads of our articles so far. And Dar, that's great. That it is great. You are so like, you're yeah. like I'm one always, in the millions. Yeah. So you just, you know, this that's about just me your, now, your, Julie, your I always want I'm not a very satisfied person, unfortunately. <laughs> Always want more, but I am so, I feel so honored that we have that. And the articles that we have are worth reading. They are so strong now. I am so proud of our writers and their honesty and their integrity and their beauty of words. I mean, I'm thrilled with it. And, and just even the fact the way, you know, we joked a little bit about how the website has changed so much in look and feel. And, and part of the change has been, you know, really a honing of the types of subjects that we wanted to cover. Um, you know, so like in the beginning, one of our categories was tips. Well, we realized, well, all a lot of our articles across, you know, the website will be, it will include tips. That does doesn't necessarily need to be a category. And so now our categories are more specific. And so, you know, life and culture, what's happening around us and in our world today, and then health and beauty and not just, you know, makeup and fashion, but inner beauty. Um, mm -hmm. what's the next one? Because I can't be expected to remember all of them. Work and money, mm -hmm. work and money. We have purpose because we believe we all have a purpose and, and need if, help discovering it. Uh -huh. We do. And to continue to discover it, um, faith, mm. 
We love that faith is an integral part of who we are. Yep. And of course, motherhood. You, oh, You can't have a woman's website Mother without talking yeah, about motherhood. Yeah, that's true. So that's definitely one of our categories. So um, just the way that, you know, we, we've had writers come from literally all across um, the country in different ages and stages of life, writing to all of those things that women of who are strong or want to be strong um, can relate to and can, um, you know, take life you know, life value from. Yeah. So, so if you haven't yet celebrate our birthday with us, go to the website, mm-hmm. go find some of the articles that t- speak to you, mm-hmm. speak to the place that you are in life. Um, there's one for every woman, if not 21 or 31 or 41. Yeah. Out of the nine, almost 900 articles, yeah. or is it over 900? Now? It's over 900, over yeah. 900 articles. I'm pretty sure you'd like a couple dozen of them. So you know what? Because I am the social media manager, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to celebrate our birthday by sharing one of our articles today. So find one that speaks to you or you think will speak to a friend and share it on your social media using our hashtag grit and grace life. Well, we love to end our episodes here at this grit and grace life podcast with a quote. And today is no different. Today, we're quoting Maya Angelou, and she said, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. And so I would like to say we can apply that to not fearing change in our lives, or if we don't like overthinking, we can change it. Or hey, if you start a website and you don't like it halfway through, go ahead and change it. Be a woman of grit and grace. We'll catch you on the next one. Well, thanks so much for celebrating with us, and thanks for being with us on this episode of This Grit and Grace Life. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. Take a few minutes and head over to iTunes to rate and review the show so more people can find us and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. If you can think of a friend who could benefit from this episode or the show in general, please be sure to share us with her. And for all the details on today's episode, find the show notes by heading to thegritandgraceproject.org. You can follow us on social so you miss nothing that we're sharing throughout the week on all things living a grit and grace life. We'll catch you on the next one.